see what happened if i talked before you got to one dude i didn't get to <laughs> one what the heck what up mikey's what's up i'm don chen's i'm casey drake we're here we're back casey's cat is eating herself out yeah next to me i can't tell if i'm embarrassed by it or like proud of it in a weird way yeah she's not embarrassed she's not embarrassed which means i've raised a healthy Young child. You know. Mentally strong. Exactly. Un- unafraid of judgment from others. Exactly. Exactly. Right? You don't care. We don't we don't shelter her from the world. Aww. We let her see the world and experience I don't the world hide as the world. it is. <laughs> I don't hide my cat from the world. I hide the world from my cat. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that poor thing. Aww. Or is that the backwards? I don't know if I said it right. Whatever. Oh, you know what I didn't do? Turn the mic on. Oh. oh. I'm so smart. That was very good of you to know that and remember that. I'm proud of you. I certainly wouldn't have remembered it. Not this week. Is this thing on? Are we recording? We're recording. Should we restart or should we just keep going? Just keep going. I think we keep going. You could cut that out. The magic of... Uh, no, that was good. Keep it. The people need it. The people do like to actually see... They like when they get a little peek behind the curtain. Right. We don't. We have nothing... Just like your cat, we have nothing to hide. Everything's out in the open for the people. Like I ran into... Um, I ran into a couple of Mikey's at the wedding I was at this weekend and they were like, what are you going to talk about this week? Like, it, like you guys, <laughs> I, I literally, I was like this conversation right here. Actually, this is it. I'm going to talk about this. I, I do worry about though, that though in general is I don't like the idea of people thinking I like they can't be normal around me without the concern of like, I'm going to talk about them. Yeah, but I do also at the same time I feel like I should you. like read them their Miranda rights. Like That's anything true. you say <laughs> can and will be used against you in the podcast. But <laughs> also true. like I was like, they were like, they were like, so, you know, this is pretty much your whole weekend. Like what if nothing that funny happens here? I was like, I'll make some shit up. Yeah. I was like, what do you, <laughs> you don't to know? Yeah. I was like, you guys don't need to know that. Right. Like my week's been awful and stressful and nothing <laughs> interesting has happened. And I'm just going to make shit up and pretend it was wild and crazy. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Have you ever read the, the Reddit thread? That's, um, it's called today. I fucked up. No. So pretty much every single one of them starts with obligatory. This happened three months ago. Where like it was originally made with people being like, today I fucked up and telling a story about hap- what happened to them that day, but almost all of them right, now, lying, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and like people just have started being honest about it up front and being like, okay, this story actually happened to me. That's the most amount of lying we do, right? Is we'll say like, oh, like this happened to me this week, even though maybe it happened three weeks ago, right? Yeah, exactly. I I have notes. If something interesting happens, you keep it down, and then you just present on the show as if, oh, you know what happened to me, and then you just act like it just happened, but it happened a while. Ago. It's called comedy. Do you think Kevin Hart's family actually acts the way that he yeah, describes sure them in his standups? No. Or maybe, but it was just months ago. It's based in reality. Okay. <laughs> if his uncle walked around the way he says his uncle does, his uncle would have gotten shot by now. What is it? What does his uncle do? I don't know. He just always like has this like ridiculous, like basically black stereotype that he says his uncle is. There's just no way his uncle actually acts like He's that. capping? Yeah, he's capping Kevin a little bit. Kevin Hart is capping. 
Is that making a comeback? That was like a thing for a while. And then Same I think people cap. I thought it went away. No, nah, caps never gone away. I cap feel it's not gone away. I've never, I feel like it's a trick by younger people to find out who the like loser older people trying to sound cool are. Like, nah, there's just gotta be other words. So dumb. No, cap sounds sick. No, it does not. Ca- I think you cap say it like, ah, really oh, cool. shit, like he's capping. Yeah, no, he's capping. Not ask cap. Like, I like that. As cap is cool. That's cap. Sure. What something I've taken no a lot of cap. No cap no means cap. like I'm not even fucking lying, yeah. right? Yep. Something See, I, I take, got the lingo down. I take pride in my mom. Like I use stupid slang like that all the time just to be annoying. But she's now gotten used to me saying stupid shit like that. That I could say a new word that she's never heard before. Some weird slang, but she'll just pick up on the context and she just knows if it's that means something good or something bad. So she she doesn't need me to translate for her anymore. So she's gotten pretty good with interpreting my slang. It's um, what's it called? Like the, using the words around the words. Why is my brain drawn a blank, dude? Speaking context clues. Context. She's clues. good. Good. She's getting good at reading your slang. Context yes. clues. Speaking of lo- losing your train of thought, I know what you're saying. I think I have a medical issue and I need to see a doctor. I can't remember anything anymore. AD, like ADD? I don't know. I, like, or I guess not remember. Like uh, like I have dementia. Dementia, I'm not, yeah. I'm not kidding. Like <laughs> I, it, I say it not joking at all. It's to the point where I've been getting upset about it and I'm like, I think I need to see a doctor. I forget fucking everything all the fucking time. Conversations, like if I have to bring something, if I have to do something, I say something funny to talk about and I forgot it. Like if I don't write every single thing down, not only write it, but the millisecond it happens, I'll never remember it again. That's like, I was pretty certain that I told you, I was like, yeah, I've rehearsal, like told you my right. game plan this weekend no for the wedding. We and you that. were like, oh, sorry. Like, I didn't know you were there already. And I was like, I thought we talked about it, but yeah. maybe it, we no, didn't. No, it's me. I can't remember fucking anything. And it's driving <laughs> me crazy. And it's just getting a, like worse at a rapid pace that I think I need to see a doctor. I don't know what doctor you see for that, but I think I need to see one. It's a problem. Maybe we should just call a doctor on the show. Should we do a virtual visit? <laughs> that, yeah, that would be that would be funny to have like a tele like a telehealth appointment for me, me losing my brain. But I don't know what doctor you see for that. A psychologist? I don't think you see a psychologist for that. Should we just start like really putting our shit out there? <laughs> yeah, like like when they HIPAA violations and yeah, shit. When they sign like who's allowed to get your medical records, you should put your parents. We put like all of the listeners of men with mics. The Mikeys, yes. <laughs> yeah, the the, the Mikeys. <laughs> They'd be like, what? Also use you guys as emergency contact. <laughs> You go, when you go to the doctor's office, we just set the podcast up. Like you give him a mic in his spot and my mic in my spot. You're like, all right, just talk into the mic. Hey man, I'm an open book. Stay, Sorry. Stay about a fist away from the mic. <laughs> give him like the, I can't hip of myself. Can I? Is that a thing? Cause this is going live. <laughs> yeah. Live stream. We're going to live stream this on YouTube. <laughs> so what's this here on my balls? <laughs> oh man. Um, uh, I'm also after this weekend, between like that bachelor party and I, you know, I was like going hard for Michelob Ultras for a little while. Going hard in the paint. I have worn myself out of them. It, it's like when you hear a new song and you listen to it 20 times because yeah. of how sick it is and you love it. And then you just strangely enough, get over it. I couldn't even by the end of the night at the wedding last night, I was like, a taste of a Michelob Ultra is making me want to throw up. I'm over them. Done with Michelob Ultras. So See what, ya. what's the new choice? Corona and lime season. Okay. I fuck you. Know I'm really bad at doing the fucking, you put the lime in it and then you turn it up. I can't dude. I fuck that up so hard. I'm kind of a pro at time. that. 
I'm bad at everything drinking shit. I can't even shotgun right. Confession. Confession time. Something I'm very insecure about. I can't like I can't shot. Not like the actual act of shotgunning. I'm talking like putting the key into the thing. I can't do that. I fuck it up every time, and I have so much anxiety over fucking it up publicly that I just avoid shotgunning. I've gotten pretty pretty good at it. I would say like doing the key part. I'm not actually good at shotgunning. That's the thing. My friend group. We have an argument going on this week. I'm okay. interested for your take on it. Okay. Do you think? It's possible. I'm not saying, do you think you could? Cause I think your answer would be no, but like someone who can drink beer, a lot of it. And like quickly, do you think it's possible to drink six beers in a minute? What? Six in a, well, all right. Possible for anyone. Uh, who is it? It's Haley. Should I answer it? <laughs> hey, you're on the podcast. Am I? Yep. Wow. Honestly, <laughs> your stage frightness is really embarrassing right now. Are you on your way home? Yeah, yeah I am. All right. Come in. Come in when you yeah. get here. We'll see you when you get here. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Um, okay. Wait. All right. What was the question? <laughs> so do you think uh, my friends and I have been having this debate where the one kid is like, he says he could easily do it. Right. Six beers in under a minute. And our other friend, who's also very good at drinking beers, attempted it this weekend and only got four down. So I'm assuming we're saying beers could be any beer. So you're probably going to choose like a Bud Light of some kind or something similar. Yeah, my like friends don't typically drink beers above a Bud Light. Six IPAs in a minute. <laughs> I think I think the kid that did it this weekend did Bush, which is his favorite beer. Oh my beer. god, that, ew, dude, that's the worst beer on earth. I like think. he chooses to drink Bush every that's weekend. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's what the, that's horrible. But at the, in the beginning, I was like, absolutely no way. Like, you're not even going to get anywhere close. Four is pretty good in a minute, I would say. He was so confident that I've actually, I, I swung around. And before I saw the video of her other friend trying it already, I was almost like going to try it myself. I was like, for Wait, some reason, I could do this. For some reason, I feel like I could get down. We're talking like 12 ounce cans, so like not a full pint, but the six 12 ounce beers. And you can pour them into glasses or into a pitcher so like it can flow easily and like flow. Well. Okay, that does help too. You can't shotgun because you're going to waste some and like there's no way to not waste it. So you either have to drink it out of the can or out of the bottle or pour it into a glass or like a pitcher. And there has to be someone who can do this for sure. Oh, there's a hundred percent. I yeah. think it, it came from someone sent a video into our group chat of someone, someone doing it. it. And our friend was like, I could definitely do that. And all of us are like, no shot. So he's going to try next weekend. You know, it was another debate, uh, a random debate that I was having with friends this weekend is someone posed the question, what is the strongest animal you think you could beat up? Which I think is like a common thing people have debated before, like on the internet and shit, or I've heard people talk about that before, but like, what's an animal you think you could beat up? And it's like, I can't go any better than that. I'm going to ask a clarifier here. Does it have to be like every variety of the animal? Cause like I would say dog, but I'm not sure I could take every dog. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know I don't if there's know a if rule I would do on it that. To a dog, honestly. yeah, you know, I, I don't really imagine like, I, I kicking want dogs a dog's out ass. <laughs> Just fucking dogs. It's like breaking a dog's neck. <laughs> dude, I'm not. I shouldn't laugh. That's fucked. That'd make me so <laughs> sad, dude. This weekend, holy fuck. Uh, I'll get back to that debate in a second. I saw a woman. This was the meanest thing I ever saw. Some woman. It was like a mix between a pug and a chihuahua and you talk about my dog's eyes going multiple direction this dog's eyes hundreds of directions it was <laughs> the dumbest looking dog i ever saw cute but dumb looking i'm gonna get to it in my recommendation later but there's like a dog 
that's the similar thing. It's like a pug. You said this is a pug? It looks like a pug and like a chihuahua. Like its eyes were so bulging out of its head. Like it looked crazy. I think a lot of pugs have this lazy eye issue. Yeah. But there's this movie on Netflix. It's an animated movie. Okay. It's called Mitchell's versus machines. And you just reminded me of it. Cause they have a dog who's like eyes are like yeah, all, dude, all over the place. Literally. I have never seen eyes like that ever, but, but the woman, she had it on a leash and she's going to throw garbage out. And when she goes to like swing the garbage and she just swung this dog on the leash and it just face planted so hard into a garbage can, like face first, hard as fuck. And she extremely old. No, it was like a young girl. And then she yelled at the dog and said, stop being stupid. I was like, what the fuck? Dude, I almost, I legitimately almost cried. Like, it was like the saddest thing I ever saw. I almost wanted to like take the dog from her. And it was sad because the dog does look stupid. So it's like, well, I mean, you're right. He's stupid, but you did that to him. Imagine, yeah. You know, they say like you, uh, you, your dogs, the dog and, and their human kind of start to look and yeah, act like each other. her and she was like, <laughs> Whoosh. <laughs> Imagine if she just turned around and ran into the wall and, and the dog was like, fucking idiot. Well, the thing is, I, <laughs> yeah, he like looks up at her moron. Yeah. I actually didn't get a good look at her, though. So maybe she did look like that. I don't know. <laughs> but Stop being stupid. I can't imagine <laughs> saying that to my dog. She yelled it like and she slammed the dog. Yeah, dude, I was upset. I felt really bad about she it. She thought the dog just ran like yeah. she had nothing to do with it. The dog was like, <laughs> she, she like swung it like a fucking like lasso and slammed him in the fucking garbage can. He was so tiny. <laughs> Uh, it was fucked. That um, poor thing. Pugs are fucking idiots, though. Yeah, so. pugs are gross looking for sure. <laughs> um, but sorry, so going back to the dog, de- the, the the animal debate. I I actually didn't say this. A fr- my friend who I was with, she said uh, a deer, but clarified that only like not a buck, like a female deer. I feel like there's a this chance. Was a, a girl said this. She's saying like anybody, like not like just. Well, I don't know. Was it she asking me directly? Uh, I guess me. She's 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 answering for me. Like I could probably take a deer. I think a deer would beat the shit out of you. I don't know. You think deer? If, if you don't a think deer, you just get the neck and boom, like mm, I, if mm. a deer wanted to. Most of the time that you could They're do that is if a deer was yeah. running away from you or like not trying. But if a deer wanted to fucking beat your ass, bro, yes. You think? They're Fuck. all muscle, dude. They're like, yeah, they are pretty lean. That's they lean weigh meat. as yeah. much as us. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, other answers were have the Texas raccoon, coyote, and possum were other answers people gave. I think if it came down to it, I might be able to just out of like speed and smart, I might be able to like kick an elephant's ass. No fucking shot. You don't. I'm. I'm imagining myself doing some like, uh, <laughs> like Tarzan thing, swing on his back. And <laughs> no, you know. In you, have you ever watched Star Wars? No, I think that shit's I so dumb. It, I, the volume is on on my phone, and I'm. I'm so sorry. I'm this is bad podcast it. etiquette. Um, amateur hour. It's. I think it's in Star Wars when they have the big. They have the big machine things. And then, and they, it's happened in like a ton of movies. It's a classic movie thing, but like they're much smaller. They take like a string and they go like between its legs yeah. and get it all tangled up and no, then bring I, it down. I'm saying no tools. Like you got to bare hands, like you're squaring up with this thing. Like I think that's kind of the one-on-one mano y mano, like only one person's coming out alive. No weapons, no like. No weapons. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to take an elephant without weapons. Yeah. No shot. An elephant. Will Baby wo- elephant. Maybe. This is really mean. I'm just talking about beating like murdering animals. Baby elephant, I would never. Yeah, it'd be fucked. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It'd be small then. Like yeah, a it has fox. To be small. Yeah, a fox is probably a good answer, actually. Because foxes are also pussies. I think they're scared of most people and they run away, like of most oh, animals. But they're so cute, too. They are cute. Fuck you and your friends for having this debate. We're yeah. talking, me and my friends talk about drinking beers, and you guys are talking about which Murdering animal animals. could you fucking kill the easiest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, wait, so what, what was your first? Oh, the beer thing. Yeah, I think that's possible. I think that's possible for sure. I, I, I can't. I'm, I'm going to have to like let you guys know what happens. There's no way he's going to do it. Is there anything on the line? I think there's some serious money being thrown around. At least I've been told there's money being thrown around, but I feel like my group of friends, we don't really pay our bets. We just kind of make bets. Yeah. (laughs) But it's as long as everyone doesn't pay their bets. Right. As long as everyone's on the same page that we're capping about our bets, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Capping so hard. (laughs) I don't get it. I can't say it sounds dumb when I say it. No. Well, because we're white. (laughs) Is that what it is? Yeah. I thought it was just because I was like too old and i didn't get it that's probably part of it too old and white yeah <laughs> that's not a good combo for it's being never, cool never a good combo <laughs> um all right let me so let's get into things i went to the wedding this weekend and i, I officiated the wedding did you know i'm a ordained yes, you minister did. you have told me that i don't think you told the people the mikey's but you told me yeah i'm an ordained minister i did my fourth wedding this weekend that's pretty cool is there like a long process for that or is it pretty bro i kid you not you just like you sign go, a paper. Yeah. You go to getordainedforfree.org. You put in your name and your email address and you click next. And the very next screen you see says you're now an ordained minister. <laughs> it's that you basically just That's have sick. to put your name on a list somewhere that says you want to do that. And then, yeah, you're good to go. <laughs> but um, That's dope. But yeah, my friend's doing that. His My friend's brother is officiating his wedding. Like it's super simple. Yeah. The harder part is actually doing it up, like yeah, like actually standing what you up have to there do, and, yeah. and talking through everything. Yeah. So, do you like practice or do you just wing it? How do you prepare for that? At this point, so the thing is, is if you've seen one of my weddings, you've pretty much seen all of them. <laughs> I don't really switch it up much. Is this a, how big was this wedding? This was probably the biggest one I did. There was probably like two hundred people at this wedding. Gotcha. Yeah. This is. I would say this was definitely the biggest one I did. But I like. I, I just pretty much find and replace. Find the girl's name, replace it with yeah. the new girl's name, find the guy's Imagine name. Imagine if you don't do that and forget to do it and then you say the wrong name, that'd be bad. That would oh, be shit. very bad. I hope that doesn't happen. I'm but I'm also good at that. thinking on the fly. So that's like, true. I think I would be reading through my notes and, and back realize, wall. Like, that's the wrong name. Yeah. You're not Susan. That's not Derek. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so the DJ at the wedding, he had to strap, he had to mic me up. Uh, you know, we know all about getting mic'd up. We're right. men with mics. You I tried mics. to explain to him. Listen, I'm the one with the mic. Man, I have <laughs> Give like, me that mic. I have a huge mic back at home. <laughs> I can strap this up. Um, but he's one of those guys that takes his job way too seriously. You know, these kind of people. Yeah. And he's putting this mic on me and he's giving me all these instructions and everything. And he's like cracking me up. I could already tell right away that he's this kind of guy. You say he's putting the mic on you for when you officiate the wedding? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So it would be like through the speakers and people could hear me better. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then I had a handheld mic that I would have to hold for the bride and groom when they're saying their part. And Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and give to someone for like a reading when they came up. And he's like, all right. He's like, now this is on already. He's like, you don't have to hit the button. It's on. He's like, so he's like, don't don't hit the button. It'll, it'll turn off if you hit the button. And I was like, all right, man, like I got you. And he's like, had an officiant last night, told him the same thing. He told me he's got me. You know what he does? And I was like, don't even tell me. And he's like, (laughs) he hits the button. 
And I was like, oh, man. Like, I was what really just idiot. fucking po- yanking this guy's chain at this point, <laughs> buying into his shit so hard. And he's like, then the mic's muted. I can't control it. I'm all the way back at the DJ booth at that point. And he's like, what did we have to do? He had to hit the button again. And I was like, I'm glad everything turned out okay, man. This sounds like traumatizing. And so I was like, I got it. Won't hit the button. I was like, good thing is, it's like, I'm one of the best instruction takers of all the officiants I know. It's like, I take instructions so well. And Very he, obedient. And he looked at me and at this point he could tell I was, I was like joking with him and he was not having it. He was like, he's like, all right, just don't hit the button, man. And I was like, all right, dude, I got you. And then he literally sh- turns the mic towards me and hits the button. And he's like, see, it's muted now because I hit the button. And I was like, I was like, you can't hit the button, bro. You told me not to Yo, hit the, the button. Fuck? You just broke the rules. And he's like, I can hit the button. I know what I'm doing. And I was like, this guy has no joking bone in his entire body. I was like, just trying to get a smile out of him. And he was like, all fucking business. But that's like you and you and I have talked about that with the podcast. No offense to the listeners here, but you kind of have to assume people have no idea what the fuck they're doing or how to do anything. Seriously. You have to assume everyone's dumb. Seriously. So he's just, that's what he's got to do for We had some of you, we're not going <laughs> to reference any of you by name, but some of you have watched a video, have responded to a video clip of us on Instagram and asked us if you can watch a video version. Yes, I've had that. The, the funniest we was- don't videotape it for fun. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing that ever, like, cause there are people who don't know, I don't know how to get to this, I want to get to that. And I'm like, I thought I explained it and people don't get it. The funniest thing that anyone's ever confused about was on my old podcast, the first podcast I did, I had someone who, we used to go to the same gym and he stopped me on the street and he's like, oh, I like those like clips you do on Instagram. And then I, I forget what I said, but I mentioned something about being a podcast. Oh wait, it's a full thing. I thought you were just posting clips. So this guy thought I got all mic'd up, got the camera set up just to make minute long, like one minute long <laughs> clip once a week. Like that's all I was doing. And like, it was just a cut up of a conversation. Like, like what does that even, that doesn't even make sense. Like, what do you mean, dude? Like I, you have those to assume Instagram, you don't get it. Those Instagram clips are great, dude. Yeah, dude. That's true. I guess it's better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. But then this guy, so he's like kind of a, you could tell he's kind of a weirdo already. We get to the actual wedding and he comes over the speaker. He's like, all right. Like, he's like, if, you know, if you want to make requests for songs, he's like, we have a way that we do it. He's like, there's a phone number. You're going to fuck this guy now, dude. Come on. Phone number. He's like, there's a phone number that you're going to text with your song request. And He's like, I swear, <laughs> he's like, nah. you know, if someone has to like promise that they're not going to do something, yeah. then you're like, well, why do you have to promise us that? <laughs> why like, you he was like, that? He's like, I swear I'm not going to save any of your numbers and text you later <laughs> and like send you anything inappropriate or weird. And we were all like, what, dude? We didn't think you were going to do <laughs> I'm that. Not, I'm not going to send you dick pics later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like this guy's a weirdo. And then he, we thought it was going to be, you know, a five digit number sort of weird thing that you yeah. text into. It's just his actual phone number. It's his phone number. He's like, just text me. He legit was like, uh, so it's like 717. Five two five. Yeah, dude, fuck this guy. Yeah, I literally was like, don't text him, guys. Yeah. Dude, this is no. a trap. This guy's gonna try and sell you something yeah. later. <laughs> Three months from now, you're gonna get a phone call from him selling yeah. you some like sort insur- of like a some an annuity. Sort of, he's yeah, he, he's gonna he's gonna be selling you energy drinks, yeah. and he's gonna tell you everyone loves he's, them he's and they cure hangovers. This guy, he's a verve guy. I've seen this before. Been there, done that. I know this trick. (laughs) 
the recommendation is just to get you in. He's yeah. just pulling you in for the song. Trust me, your song is not worth it. Yeah, this DJ jo- gig is all a, a front for his real job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, selling you annuities and verve and pyramid schemes. I was like, why in the world is he prefacing this with, I'm not going to text you anything weird. <laughs> I won't send you a pic of my butthole, I promise. <laughs> like, what, dude? <laughs> dude, also, it's like, fuck you. You're a wedding DJ. Your job is to play. I like big butts and I cannot lie. And then listen to me being drunk, being like, oh my God, play this song. And then you just have to deal with it and play it. Like, that's your job as the DJ. Exactly. Deal with my drunk ass requesting songs very annoyingly. Like, bro, I'm going to be in your ear all night right. long. And you got to do it because it's the wedding. Exactly. It's my wedding. It's their wedding. We're here. Do your job. Thank you. I'm not texting you. Thank you. Also, kind of like on my cousin, how do you, when I have my wedding, I'm for sure going to have him. I'm mean, like, here's a playlist of music. Yeah. You can, you can take as many requests as you want to, but if that song doesn't fall on this list, eh, you're not playing maybe. that bullshit song from my fucking aunt. What my aunt wants you to play yeah. is so-and-so. Fuck my aunt. This is exactly. my wedding, bitch. <laughs> She's weird. I don't want you to play her songs. You should have turned the tables on him. And when he's like, I won't say anything weird. Like you should have sent him something weird. Like you should have sent him like a porno link or you should have taken a, a mirror selfie or something weird. When I tell you I was sitting there racking my brain for what I could send to this guy to really <laughs> fuck with him, I could just couldn't think of anything on the fly. My brain wasn't firing. Yeah. I was in efficient mode still. I had right. to be You're locked in. Tunnel a man vision. of the cloth. Yeah. <laughs> man of the cloth? What? A man of the cloth. That's what us brothers call each other. <laughs> Okay. That's what, right. I like that. That's what our, that's it sounds what, like a secret society. It sounds like in the Illuminati. Hey, <laughs> I can't believe you've never weddings. heard of that. That's like, uh, no, I'm not an officiant. I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> is it, what it, is it priest? I guess you call him priest. You were a priest. Is that pastor? what you're saying? Yeah. Pastor. Are pastors and priests the same thing? No, I think, a, I think when you say priest is like more, I was going to say, I think when you say priest, that's typically Catholic. And when you gotcha. say pastor, it can fall under other Christian. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. I was going to say dialects, but that's not the right word. <laughs> Man, that's we know what right. we're talking about. <laughs> uh, I think all pastors are considered men of the cloth. Cler- so you're a pastor. Clergymen. Okay, so you're a pastor. Technically. That's sick. Yeah. I could do all sorts of religious events, not just weddings. Baptisms. Bar mitzvahs? Uh, I, th- I guess it's not a pastor. I think bar mitzvahs, you got to be actually Jewish. Okay. I'm a... I'm a, I'm a Ordained under the Universal Life Church, it's non-denominational. Okay, <laughs> so we would we're happy. Wait, to, is this like serious? Or are you jo- like no? You know, I like can't tell. Like, what's a joke and what's not? <laughs> Universal Life Church is the name of the church that ordained me. Okay, I never heard of that. That's cool. Yeah, nice. nobody has. <laughs> it's part of the gig. <laughs> Just this big joke that we're all playing in the background on you folks. <laughs> I like this. Damn, I want to get ordained. That sounds fire. You could literally do it on this podcast. That's how easy it is. It also sounds cool because it sounds like something you could do very easily. Never actually do anything with it, but just be like, yeah, I'm an ordained minister. It's like a fun fact about yourself to drop on people. And then they got me with like the, hey, you don't need any of this certificate and license and all that stuff. But for 40 bucks, you can have a certificate that says you're an ordained minister and a license. I don't have my wallet right here, but I have my universal life church casey drake ordained minister it's like a cop badge you like whip it out it's my credentials of ministry is what it says on it that sounds official that's sick it's actually dope and they sent me a book that's titled the power by the power vested in you that's cool too (laughs) i like like this i was like this book book is fire did you have to do anything crazy like did you have to like kill a goat or something like it's a frat initiation or the illuminati sacrifice something uh we're actually not allowed to talk about that (laughs) you have to kill me and all the listeners exactly (laughs) 
Damn, that sounds fun though. DJ, I appreciate a good DJ though. I remember uh, a friend of mine he rented out. Uh, it was actually like I went with a bunch of Gettysburg people, but he rented out a bar somewhere downtown. I forget where, like before the pandemic, obviously. And the DJ was so good, and it wasn't just my interpretation of how he was doing. Like everyone was like, "Holy fuck, this guy's killing it!" That I asked for this guy's business card. I'm like, "You are so fucking good." I'm when I need a DJ, I don't know when I will need one. I want you. I took this business card. I don't know where I put it, but I know I have it somewhere. So I wish I knew his name off the top of my head so I could shout him out because he was amazing. Speaking of business card, you just reminded me of this weirdo that we are sitting next to, not at the wedding, but at lunch the day before the wedding. In uh, uh, the wedding was in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Okay, nice, cute little town, actually. Not Lancaster, 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 Lancaster. Just Don't, like not Gettysburg, Gettysburg, Gettysburg. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, me and Haley are just sitting there eating lunch together, and this guy's sitting at the table next to us. And no joke, every single group of girls that would walk by, he'd go, "Hey, girls," and they'd be like, uh, "That hi, doesn't work," and just keep walking by him. But some would stop. And start having a conversation with him. And then he'd always just be like, yeah, like, call me and just hand them his business card. You think that works? You think handing business cards works? I feel like that can never work. I have no idea, but it was the weirdest. Yeah. Haley and I didn't. And not only that, but he was he was sitting there from, he was sitting there with two people when we first sat down. They got up and left. A different guy came and joined him. He got up and left. And someone else, like this guy was just, we Honestly, we're questioning, we're like, is he the, like, the mayor? Does he know all of these people that are walking by? Because it's less creepy, I guess, if he knows them all. These are his people. But these it, are his uh, constituents. It was weird. I, it took everything in my power to not say something to the guy. <laughs> Haley was like, don't, don't, don't. And I yeah, was, that does suck. We should at a table with him. He was right next to us. Yeah, that does suck when you're like with, you're like by someone, you're like, this is weird, but it's also, you have a connect, mutual connection, obviously, so you can't like make a scene about it. So you had to deal. I had that. My, uh, someone had a graduation a while ago and I was there and the people I was sitting next to were, they just out of nowhere, they just decided they were really grumpy about, uh, people who were trans and just would not stop. Freaking out. They were so pissed about it. Like <laughs> and no one was talking about it and they're just fucking so mad. <laughs> just like, just and, being very loud, having a very loud conversation. And it was one of those things it. where I couldn't like, it wasn't my place to be in any debate, so I had to kind of be in a, like, oh, yeah, like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, yeah, fucking can't stand that shit. Like, <laughs> society today, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, oh, I can't get over that. <laughs> that was basically the conversation. All these yeah. people getting so mad. I just said, this guy, like, yeah, that's crazy, right? But it, <laughs> I can't believe it. But it's got to be really bother you, because it it was like, they, like, I have to tell someone about how fucking mad I am about this. Like, nothing to do with anything that was going on. Yeah, that was, that was a little uncomfortable, but I made it through that. Yeah, the only <laughs> the only other thing that happened at the wedding was uh, my uh, my fucking nephew. Like, I usually, when it comes to wedding dance floors, you know me. I'm kind you of the, the star. Moves. I'm the star of the show, yes. is what I am. You're the center of attention. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, my nephew was, like, really fucking stealing my spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> Just crushing the dance floor? Yeah, and I'm still kind of salty about it. Now, was this based on moves alone, or was it his sense of humor? Was it just his charisma? What was he bringing to the table that you just couldn't compete with? Nothing. His <laughs> yeah. dance moves sucked. <laughs> they did. He's just a baby. That's all he was bringing was his age. So he'll lose it eventually, and he'll be right in your same position. You'll be like, yeah, now how is it? All the girls were like, oh, and I was like, um... 
I'm fucking busting a move over here. <laughs> You're by yourself. Like, guys, what about me? Like, He's <laughs> jumping up and down. He's two. <laughs> yeah, fuck this kid. Learn to read, idiot. <laughs> Seriously. Although... Not to brag about my nephew, but he can kind of read. Is he really smart? That's yeah, a, he's smart as fuck. Damn, so he really is cool then. But his dance moves need work. He was trying to do. He was trying to break dance. He was basically just rolling across the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Babies try and break dance. Yeah, like we all we've seen this before. <laughs> and then they they like fall. That's all yeah, they're doing. Yeah. Um. When I went to a wet my friend's wedding just before, like literally the weekend before the pandemic got serious last year. And um, my one friend, he was complaining that he's not good at like dancing at those things. Like he's, he's like, I'm stiff, dude. I don't know what to do. And he was kind of, and I said, listen, the I might've said this before already. The trick to dancing, if you can't dance, is to act like you're joking. So if you go into it and you're acting like I'm just trying to be funny, everyone's like, oh, he's trying to be funny. But really, that's just the best you got. Like no one will know the difference. So you just got to act like everything you're doing is a joke when you're really just trying your best. That's the, that's my go-to all the time. Also dancing at weddings, you have the grit in any formal event. You have the greatest, uh, dancing, like no matter what you do, you'll look kind of cool doing it trick in the bag, which is dancing with a suit jacket on is so easy. You just like have to like throw your suit jacket around a little bit <laughs> just or like you just once. like grab onto the sides of your suit jacket and you do anything while grabbing onto the sides <laughs> of your suit jacket. That's an interesting hat. And you kind of look kind of cool. Yeah. I've never thought about that, but that is true. But then the problem is some people just have zero rhythm. Yeah. And you look at them and, and you're uh, like, oh man. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I got great hips. Not going to lie. Not trying to brag. My hips can move. For real. Same. I'm, yeah. I know you're a good dancer. I've seen yeah. you dance. I've seen you dance too. I've seen you bust a move. <laughs> yeah. I believe you. We're great dancers. We are not capping. We're no not, cap. No cap right now at no all. Cap. I'm um, going to get good at that eventually. <laughs> I should have said that before. We you should fuck. just. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Weddings are. I have a few weddings coming up. You're saying you have a few more weddings. So it's wedding season. And it's finally. I feel bad for Knocking people. Knocking them who, out. Although I'm pumped because are your weddings. Um, your friends friends this is like i'm getting into the because last year was my first wedding of a personal like close friend of mine who got married and a lot more of my friends are getting engaged and stuff so we're we're now getting at that age where it's like all my friends and it's it's more fun than that way when it's like a family wedding you're kind of like way, oh, I don't know what way to do. more fun way more yeah. fun like last night i i had fun but the people that we're hanging with and dancing with are like my aunts and right. shit like that. Where when we go to the f friend weddings that we have coming up, we don't know any of the aunts and uncles that are there. So we're so not hanging with them. We're hanging with all the people. Or our you don't age. care about their opinion either. Also like if that. you do something and they're like, Oh, like my, like aunt Susan's judging me now. I use Susan a lot as a name. Um, yeah. But I hate Susan's fuck Susan, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. So like, I the, another thing I hate about family weddings too, something that I've always had to deal with, um, is when you're the younger single, like gen, like the older relatives were always trying to be like, oh, look at like Sally over there, she's single. Like you should go talk to her. And like the older adults are trying to give you that awkward like make you guys dance like together. arranged dance off. Yeah, <laughs> like I'd rather I like the arranged dance with the older like the grandmother like you that's a good move at a wedding too you pull the grandmother up and you dance with her like you know what like you got women you, you know what you got to do is rather than like shy away from and be like oh this is weird like you're trying to hook me up with 
this yeah. other girl that's at the, you just got to go right up and just grind with her. Like <laughs> nasty style. Like you, you give her a lap. You're like, okay, okay, Aunt Catherine. And then you just and give her a you, lap dance. Yeah. Take your shirt off and you're like, uh, what's that movie with uh, Channing Tatum? Uh, Magic Mike. Yeah, like Magic Mike. You're just like dick right in her face. Like, this yes. is what you wanted, right, Aunt Catherine? It, exactly. Literally. <laughs> you like this shit? <laughs> <laughs> and you just fucking get down and nasty with that girl Throw on the dance floor. Head. And your aunts and uncles will never recommend you go dance with a girl. <laughs> Again. Quick way to dead that problem. Like, oh my God, what is going on over there right now? Stop, stop, no. <laughs> Grandma's watching. And then you start making out with the girl. <laughs> and it's a sick. win-win. Yeah, it does. You get to make out with the chick and your your aunt fucks off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aunt fucking Susan. Damn. You whore. So many, so many fucking wedding hacks. Is this what you wanted, Aunt Susan? Is this what you wanted? Like spanking the girl like fucking like the shit. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> weddings! Oh man, that sounds like a fun wedding though. We just described a really good wedding. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> um, damn, that sounds like fun though. So you had a good time. I did. I had a great time. What'd you get up to this weekend? Do nothing. I was just saying my my life is stressful and boring as fuck, and I have nothing good going on. But I have to pretend for the people like my life is sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part of pretending is you're not supposed to tell them that well, part. We're transparent, so I'm letting you guys know I'm making everything. I'm not making everything up. But. Peek, peek behind the curtains. Vinny tried to end his life this week. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's would be fucking crazy. Can you imagine that? Um, so I. I would say so I'm in Hoboken now everyone knows I don't want to talk about it too much I feel like everyone's sick of me bitching about moving but my apartment looks like a bomb of boxes went off and it's stressing me the fuck out so many things to put together it's taking me so long to get to Um, oh man my life is so hard (laughs) Um, but something that's been really like that that's already happened to me my first weekend officially being there um, a lot of my friends are still in Manhattan so I'm already having the issue of like, oh, we're doing blah, blah, blah. Come. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll see you there. And then once it comes down to it, it's like, uh, but then I got to walk to the path. And then it's going to take me like 20 minutes to get into Manhattan. And then it's another 15 minute walk. Then by the time I get there, it's this time. I'm going to want to go to bed. Like, so I'm already, I'm already, I've already backed out of two nights of hanging out with friends. My first weekend being in Hoboken. So I feel like that's what happens. Like I've had friends in Brooklyn. I know you were in Brooklyn. You're like, oh, you're in Brooklyn. You're so close. There's a train ride away. But you might as well be in Kentucky. Like you're never going to see your friends in Manhattan. (laughs) But I will say, I do feel like Brooklyn is being in Brooklyn or like for some reason it it's the same distance. It's honestly probably further in a lot of cases. Brooklyn is probably further in a lot of cases. Getting there from Hoboken. Yeah. But it feels just because you're getting on the subway. Rather than the same New York subway. Yeah. Rather than like the path or something like that, it feels like it's not that far. Like I felt myself. Looking back on it now, I'm like, shit, dude, you used to commute 40 minutes to work every day. Yeah. That's not a short amount of time to commit, like to commute to work. But because I was on the subway, it felt like this quick little thing I was doing. Right. Yeah, that's true. Part of the problem is I think we're just getting old and lame. Like as soon as it hits 11, it hits or it was 10 o'clock. I was out to dinner. I was like, oh, I'll see my friends after dinner. And then the dinner went a little, we started dinner later than we thought we were going to. And by the time we were done, it was 10. Talk about ruining a night. But you was, get that dinner started late. Yeah. That could, your entire night, your entire schedule's off. And and my thing was like, all right, it's 10 p.m. now. By the time I get there, it's going to be 11. By 1230, I'm going to want to go home. And then it's another 40 minutes home. But the old me, it, I would have been out till 4 a.m. and not given a fuck. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's so, it's sad to see what I've turned into. That I can't hang for much past 12. You know, I, um, 
and I'm not going to put you on on the spot right now to establish whatever your relationship status is. Haley has been asking, what's his relationship status? How's he doing? Like on the lady front? Yes. I'm a single boy. You are still I'm a single boy. Officially single. Officially single. My Facebook status has said single. I haven't updated it yet. Once I update my Facebook status, you'll know. So what I will say about being uh, happily taken is that it's a lot. It becomes a lot easier and a lot more fun to just not do things. Yeah, because you have a you reason have at least to it. One other person there with you being like, do you want to not do that? Right. Yes, because it's, it, it's, <laughs> it almost feels like it, all the responsibility of being lame is not on you. It's like you become one unit. So it, it gets dispersed amongst the two of you. It's all on me for being like, it's like, I just personally didn't want to spend the time to go to you. And I feel bad about it. Yeah, it exactly. Sucks. It sucks. Like, exactly. I feel like a piece of shit. Like my friends, I'm blaming everything on Haley. Yeah. Haley's friends. Go ahead. She can blame yeah. the shit on yep. me. Exactly. They're your scapegoat. Exactly. It's a mutual agreement. Like I do it to you, you do it to me. We're even. We're on the same page. Yep. Use each other's excuses. I don't have that. Yeah. I don't have a dog. If you have a dog, you could use your dog too sometimes. Like, oh, I got to take the dog out, blah, blah, blah. Like, you could find things. I feel I you, though. The, the older I get, the more I'm finding myself, like, the instant I step outside of my door, I'm like, I can't wait till I go back. Yeah, dude. As soon as I take one step outside of my house, I'm like, okay, how many hours until I'm back inside of my house? All right. The, the, good, the one thing, there are a lot of pros and cons to being in Manhattan, but I would say one of the best things... I was there for three years living there it was you go out you never really have to worry about the time because at the end of the day you can just stumble home like it's not much of an obstacle to get back to your apartment because you're just like call an uber hail a taxi subway is a little more difficult but it's like not that hard to get home getting out of Manhattan like now going back to Jersey is a huge fucking process doesn't the path also stop at some point it goes pretty late but it, it starts running slow like it's every 20 minutes so now you're like okay i gotta go to only a certain because it doesn't run all over manhattan so i gotta go to the certain st- uh, stop i'm gonna have to wait 20 minutes then it's gonna it's just like i don't know why it's just it's like a mental barrier trying to get out i've got to get out of manhattan and it sucks like when i lived in i first moved out of or when i first uh got a job i lived in east rutherford new jersey like right by metlife stadium and i used to take the bus in and out of manhattan the bus so i because because oh the bus stopped at my corner. No, people actually did that. Yeah, the bus stopped at my corner, and the train was too far of a walk that it just it made more sense to take the bus, and it was about the same price monthly. What would the train be like? The Giant Stadium one, like the same one? No, there was there was one in the town I was in, but it was just a lot. Like to walk, it would have taken me a while, and I didn't want to drive there, so I would take the bus. But then on the weekends when I would want to go and do shit. I'd have to take the bus home. So it'd be like happy hours. So I'd go out for a happy hour, be out to like nine. I'm shit faced. Now I got to walk to Port Authority and take a bus home, dude. The <laughs> fucking worst shit ever. Like I hated that. So I'll never take a bus again. Port Authority. Yeah. Port oh, Authority scary. Oh my goodness. Port Authority low key worse than uh, Penn Station too. Port Authority would it's be- It's a nightmare there. Would be a- uh, would be a great place to go do like man on the street because there's some- There's crazy people. One time I was, one time I was getting into- like into Port Authority to go to work and you know Jesse Waters the he's on Fox News and does like the Waters world where he basically just makes try to make he does man on the street things just make oh look at these young stupid libs and he just tries to he just finds the dumbest people possible to be like look how stupid these people are I don't know him but you've definitely seen him bro I saw that guy he was like waiting out people coming out of the Port Authority I first of all way too much makeup on I didn't realize people do that for TV like maybe we should start wearing makeup or something so much fucking makeup on. I could really? see it. I could see it from a hundred yards away. How much makeup this guy had on? 
unbelievable. Just like caked all caked, over him. How caked. can you tell someone has makeup on? Is it that obvious? <laughs> you could tell, dude. It was crazy. And then I just avoided him. I'm like, there's no shot. I'm letting this guy put me on fucking camera. <laughs> so he was doing a man on the street thing and I avoided him. But that was, I remember that happening once. But yeah, lots of makeup. We should try, we should do that one. We should do that one episode. Just wear a lot of makeup and not acknowledge it. And just see if people say anything. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Like good makeup though. Yeah. Like have, have a professional come in and actually do our makeup. Make yes. it look really good. A makeup artist for... Like a Fox News sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. We should do that. I'm down. Put that in the tickler file. Put that in the tickler file for a later date. Yeah, which I feel like we've said a lot, and a lot of things haven't come to fruition. But we'll hey, get there. We'll get it's there. A f- that's a problem for future me. That's okay, true. That's I true. like putting a lot of things on future Casey's plate. Yeah, for sure. Because he'll deal with them eventually. Yeah, he'll, so, he'll get to it. He'll so get around. I, to I tell it. Haley that shit all the time. She's like, <laughs> "Are you ever going to clean the cat's litter box?" I'm like, "Yes, eventually." <laughs> Okay. Yeah, once it's there's too much shit for them to even get into the litter box, then I'll clean it. And then as soon as I see her cleaning, I'm like, I was just gonna do that. Yep, I do, dude. That's I a, literally was just about to do that. Best move of all time is right when someone's about, or right when they're almost done with something, or right when they're about to start. You then offer your help. Do you need? Yeah, do you need help with the yep. dishes. The, dishes the <laughs> once almost. Oh, you need help with that? Oh no, I'm I'm almost done. Like oh okay, I would have helped. I got. I didn't I, realize. Yeah, I would have had that. Yeah. But <laughs> real quick, while we're on the topic of the litter box. Uh, I think my cats shit more than I shit. Really? It's stunning. I clean that litter box like twice a week. Is that thing stinky? No, not really. I mean, do you think it is? You tell me. I've never tried to smell it, but I've never noticed it being here. Yep. So I'd say I guess that's no. what the litter's for. It's to hide the mask, the smell, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, it gets stinky when you start cleaning it, but mo- yeah, for the most part, not really that stinky. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, they like. It's just miraculous how much shit, how many shits they take in a day. They're eating a lot of food. They're fed well. Well fed cats. Yeah, look at that chubby little thing sitting there. Wait for me to pet her, right? Oh. Okay. Do we have anything else where we get to stories? Nope. Let's dive into our stories here. Let's fucking swan dive into it, everyone. Um, who's taking? A our- lot of a uh, lot of drama this week on the internet. A lot of lot of drama. The first thing we have on our whiteboard is Ellen is done. She's done. It's a wrap. It's over. Bye bye, Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. I'm uh, I'm sad about it. I'm like a huge Ellen fan. Are you actually? I am. I do think she's. I, I, I usually think a lot of those talk show kind of things are they're too scripted and too. It's like too well produced that it it's not authentic. But I will give her props that I usually find a lot of things she does funny and like I think she does a pretty good job. Every day I was sick or home from school on a weekday because of a holiday or whatever. No joke, I watched Ellen every single... Yeah, that's a good... When you're home sick, Ellen or Jerry Springer, when that used to be on, that was a good Price thing to right. watch. Price is Right is good. I think Price is Right would flow right into... Price is Right would flow into Regis and Kelly, which would then flow into Ellen. RIP Regis, too. That which, was sad. Regis... You didn't know that? Regis Philbin Holy died? Holy fuck, did I just break news, too? Yes, he died, dude. Shut the fuck How up. How fucked up is that? Yeah, shit. Oh, man. Damn, I feel bad that I just broke that to you live. R.I.P. Regis. R.I.P. Regis. He's, he's like a fucking recently? legend. Like, I actually Within the last was... year. Oh, my God. I thought this happened this week. No, within the last year. Like, it's the been a while. you said that to me, I literally thought it happened this week. Nah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like too. I knew he's been dead. I'm going to look up Regis dead. Regis dead. You just said that to me as if he died this week. He died on July 24th, 2020. So yeah, about like a little less than a year ago. Okay. For some reason, I do feel like I knew that now. Yeah. 
I just didn't, I, if he died this week, I didn't know about it. If he died a year ago, <laughs> I, I, did, I did know about it. <laughs> no, but Regis and Kelly used to flow into Ellen and then you'd hit the view and that's when you would change the channel. <laughs> that's when you find something new to watch. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was waiting to see what you'd you said. Like, okay, like, I've been that. on this channel for far too long. Yeah. But no, I've always loved Ellen. I love the dancing. I would. I love when she scares people, dude. Those videos never get old. When someone yes. hides in the box and scares she the shit out of She scares people. The like little fucking kids that would come on. I used and to have love. full on conversations with her. Did you ever see the girl Brielle? She's like, she got famous from Ellen. She's just some little, little girl who's just the smartest fucking person ever and just knows everything about everything. And then I started following her. Like the president's girl? No. So I, she's not the president's girl? She's like, girl? Science, like science stuff a lot of times. Gotcha. But she, I stopped following her actually, which I feel kind of bad about because um, her shtick just got old and she started getting too old that it, it wasn't as cute. And it's just like, all right, she's just some smart ass like 10 year old now. But, yeah. Now you're just, a, now yeah, you're just now actually you're just, smart. Now you're just showing off. Yeah. <laughs> but she would just go, hey everybody, happy Wednesday. And she would always post a video on Wednesday. She goes, did you know? And then would give us a crazy fun fact and be like, holy shit, I did not know that. You just blew my mind, Brielle. You're like, no, Brielle, tell me, tell me. <laughs> tell me more. I would comment. I'd be like, oh my God, you're so smart. Like, no, I would, you did yeah, I would gas her up so hard every time she goes to something. <laughs> Fucking loved her, dude. I see what she's up to. She was, she Ellen was like, like now. <laughs> uh, I feel like everything I just keep relating back to TikTok, but Ellen was like TikTok before TikTok. Yeah, kind of. That's she a good was the one who it, yeah. introduced us to these like yeah. little kids that are smart. If you or wanted to go viral, you had to go through Ellen. She dog, was the gatekeeper. Dogs that can, I remember the one video she did like a dog that could, that knew every toy by name. Now you just see that on TikTok all the that's time. True. At least I do. That's true. Maybe that's that's how the Chinese got the idea. They're like, ah, see what this Ellen woman's doing. <laughs> She's onto something. They just took that from her. But I do kind of like the idea of, so basically for the story, Ellen over this past year was basically getting a bunch of shit. And I feel like I've actually heard this before. She's that a she's, bitch. That she sucks. Yeah, she's like a bitch. Way before this, but there was no confirmed stories or anything, but she was getting a bunch of shit from people that have worked with her in the past or been a guest on her show that basically the whole like be kind to others and be kind to yourself mantra fraud was a bunch of bullshit. And she's actually a miserable person to be around, Yep, which she made her name as a comedian. So you should assume that automatically. Yeah. You're, I feel like comedians are, pretty pessimistic of their way of a pretty pessimistic worldview and like view of people. Like you're always trying to dissect like people that things are doing hypocritical or bad. Like you're, I feel like you're usually pretty negative about the world. You're They're out of depressed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or you have like mental issues like one or the other. It's almost like a rite of passage. Yeah. Like sometimes like I kind of want to be a comedian, but sometimes I'm like, I'm far too happy to be a comedian. <laughs> I'm pretty impossible. depressed. I can be a comedian. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty miserable. You have a pretty negative outlook on yeah, life. I'm pretty, I'm negative. You as could fuck. pull it off. Still. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, um, but I have some of the, the stories. So, Here's one. She apparently she has a sensitive nose. So I love this one. I'm, I this is the only one I agreed with. I remember she, has a, she has a bowl outside of her office with gum in it, and you have to take gum and chew gum before you come in to talk to her. So that way she doesn't. Oh have, wait, I yes, she did do that. There was something where it's like she wouldn't let people eat fish at lunch. That I agree with. I'm not. My sense of smell really sucks, so I wouldn't pick up on like people with bad breath. But she was like, people, but, there's only like people eat tuna sandwiches and she was like, yo, get that shit the fuck out of here. It stinks like that. I agree with, but like, <laughs> but like there's a, a recurring theme I've noticed as I was reading through these articles, trying to dig up some dirt on Ellen. I like all of her rules. <laughs> like I was 
like the gum thing. Okay, so she's a nice person and is offering That's you true. gum. It's free gum. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. So what she requires you chew the gum before you walk in. At least yeah. you're not going to get made fun. Do you want her to ridicule you and send That's your true. ass home for your bad breath? That's true. Like, what the fuck? And then the other one was, apparently it's not just fish. Fish was one of them, but it's like any meat because she's very animal friendly. Oh, and it, then I told her to fuck off. Yeah. If you're yeah. eating any sort of meat, you're not allowed to eat meat on her set. So people would like go hide at the set next door to eat their lunches and shit. But like, go off, queen. Yeah. I mean, it's her show. Without her, none of you would fucking be there if she's That's got true. a big thing against. She, I, I know vegetarians that are like, I can't even have meat around me. One dude, this is really mean. One time I was seeing a girl who was a vegetarian and we weren't dating, but we were just like talking. Yes. Air quotes. And she asked what she's like, text me, go, oh, what are you doing? And I was about to eat dinner and I just sent her a picture of a pile of fucking steaks. And she did not like that. I did that. Oh, that oh. basically was like the end of us talking after I did that. Raw or cooked? Cooked. Uh, that's a little better than They're raw. They're about to like, be feasted on. I feel like raw, she would have hated even more. I was but like, I'm about to fuck this up. And she's like, why the fuck did you just send me that? And did not like that. I did that. But honestly, good thing you got out of that there because. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that, bro. I'm I'm giving Ellen the benefit of the doubt here because it's like her world and you're all just living in it if you yeah. work on her show. Right. But I hate vegetarians that Yeah, you can be vegetarian. Can't be around meat. Right. I'm not gonna be a vegetarian though. You can be a vegetarian. Don't put that shit on me. Seriously. Yeah. Um, um but wasn't but Ellen was, I think, just mean to people, like she would just berate people when she or am I making that up? My capping? So there's one I don't think you're capping. So there's one quote here. I think that's no cap. No cap. She was mean to people, no cap. I think, uh, so it says a new staff member was told, every day she picks someone different to really hate. It's not your fault. Just suck it up for the day and she'll be mean to someone else the next day. They didn't believe it, but it ended up being entirely true. <laughs> the thing though with a lot, I remember, because I don't remember all the details, but I remember when this came out last year, like everyone's tweets and shit and the stories. I think there's got to be some kind of difference though between like you're actually a bad person or you're just a mean boss. Sometimes you just have a mean boss and yeah, they suck or just don't work for them. But I don't think you need to be like ruin their life or like out them as like, it's like, okay, they're just like, there's nothing against being, there's no law against just being a shitty person. As yeah. like, that sounds weird, but some people are just shitty people and it's either deal with them or don't like, you don't have to ruin their life. I think her big issue though, was the fact that she, what you said, she puts on the whole persona of like, be kind to everyone. Like I'm the nicest person. I'm. Ellen, I'm the generous one. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's her, that was her downfall. It's the, fake, the fakeness of it. Right. People don't like that she's not being authentic to her brand. I think that's more of the issue then. But I think uh, in general, someone being like that, it's like some people just suck. Like, what the, like I had a boss who, he was a dick. I mean, I wasn't like, oh my God, like my boss is so mean. I'm going to tattletale on him. Like I would tell people stories, but like who fucking cares? He's but the dick. problem is, is like all you people, everyone who complains about this shit is what made her have to be fake. Like I would have gotten a kick out of Ellen being on the air and just being like, a, imagine that three-year-old who's really smart comes out and Ellen, Ellen is just shitting down her throat on, like, trying on to really air. Make, like, like stump her and be like, Oh, I didn't know that one. Huh? Stupid. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I thought you were smart. I guess not. Get the fuck off my set. <laughs> Get the fuck off my set. And it's just next on to the next one. And another little kid comes out and it's just like shaking. Cause they're so afraid of Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, 
and then, all right, so we didn't even get to it. We're, we're taking a long time to get to this. So she quit. She said, so she said she's quitting the show. She claims it's because it's not a challenge for her anymore. She did like interviews. I think she said she's going to do it with Oprah and she did one on NBC with uh, Savannah Gun- Guthrie, I think her name is. Um, but she was saying like, yeah, it's just, it's not a challenge for me anymore, blah, blah, blah. But really people are saying that I think there were three ex- like male executives who got fired over sexual harassment claims last year as well. Uh, she uh, had her ratings. Her ratings are like halved at this point since she got outed as being a bitch. So it seems like she's again capping and it's really because her ratings are down. Yeah, I think we're just over Ellen, which yeah. is which is fine. It doesn't have to have any negative connotation to it, even though. She's been on TV for some, also 20 years or some shit like that. So at some point, it, it, it ran its course. Yeah, like I'm not even into the Allen shit anymore. I kind of, I think it's been getting a little forced. Yeah. A little overdone. Yeah, so, sometimes you have to know when an idea has run its course and it's time to do something else. And yeah. sometimes you're just a bitch and you got to get off the fucking TV. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> one or the other. Uh, all right, so the Joe Budden drama. A Joe Budden podcast. I am a big fan of the Joe Budden podcast, so... I don't know. I, I've never uh, listened before. I, I've seen clips. Um, I, I will, thought it was just a clips thing. <laughs> I didn't realize they, no, they have just, a full thing that yeah, they, they do. Yeah, they just put out minute long clips that are prepared just, with mics I've, and I've headphones. I've seen the clips on Twitter and Instagram. I thought yeah. it was just that. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will spare. I won't get too into the. I'm very much in the weeds of this because I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, but I'll spare people too much details because I'm sure people don't care. So I'll give like a broad sense of what happened so basically it was joe budden he's a former rapper uh quit rapping retired became a podcaster content creator of sorts his podcast blew up it's called the joe budden podcast his co-hosts were rory and maul who were his friends uh podcast started blowing up they had an exclusive deal with spotify for two years which ended around the beginning of the pandemic um but apparently behind the scenes they were having some beef over it was money issues and accounting and kind of percentage what the what the other co-host pay should be and stuff like that it eventually boiled over and on a recent episode and they were like the two other co-hosts stopped doing the show for a month they all like agreed that they should take a break um they tried to come back and mend it but then after one or two episodes joe budden went on alone and fired both of them said you're in breach of your contract because you're not here fuck you you're fired can i do my joe budden impression do your joe budden impression rory you are in breach of your contract. That's it right there. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I have a few impressions like that where I can only do a very small amount of it. And I like a really good it's one. It's quite honestly one of the only things I've ever heard him say. So <laughs> that's all I got. Like something I can do is like uh, Cleveland from Family Guy. There's one thing where they uh, do. There's one scene where they're doing a concert and they're doing it in Cleveland. And Peter Griffin goes, hello, Cleveland. And then Cleveland goes, hello, Peter. And I can't do <laughs> I can't do anything else in that voice close. But the only thing I could say close is hello, Peter. That was very good. Right? I can't do anything else. Ask yeah. me to say anything else. I, I can't. That voice. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even know who Cleveland from Family Guy was. Like, I didn't know him by name. And then when but I, I said heard it, you, you know, do that. Yeah. And I was like, that's who that is. Fucking I can't that do, character. I, he had his own spinoff show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with his whole family, right? Yeah, I, yeah. So I can't do anything else but hello, Peta. I can do that. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to think like what details are pretty relevant. So I guess like one of the big controversies was over equity and pay and shit like that. So didn't they just want? Uh, maybe um, I only saw. I feel like this is. It's strange. Where do you ever feel like your Twitter feed on an issue is only giving you one side? Like you hear and you read about, like from what I read for on my Twitter feed about this, 
it felt very Rory and Mal sided. Yes, Rory. Yeah, most people are on Rory and Moss, but like it's kind of 50 50. I'm in the Joe Budden podcast subreddit too. So a lot of opinions there. Most people are anti Joe because Joe has a history. I thought they just wanted to know more and to be more involved. And he was like, no, fuck you. Well, so that was a. Well, all right. So Joe Budden, if you don't know, has a history. He's like kind of an asshole. He's had like all his past business dealings have gone bad and it's usually like him blowing up being like fuck you like whatever company or person he's doing business with so he has like a history of ruining the shit for himself so it like kind of goes along with what people's view of him is but so the yeah the thing was like they wanted to see accounting gotcha. so you're saying like people could easily jump to like like oh it's him joe being joe again yeah. is like the thing so they said they wanted to see accounting and what joe's argument was was oh like it's hit. He owns the full IP. They don't own any of the show. He has the full IP of the show. It's called the Joe Budden Pie. So he's like, it's my show. I'm just paying you guys. I don't need to give you the details of like, like if you worked for Spotify or if someone used the, or they, they put out a response video or someone put out a response video and they were saying like, um, it's not the equivalent of like LeBron going to the Lakers and saying, oh, I need, uh, like, let me see the books. Like, I want to see the Lakers books. Like, show me all the Lakers financials. Like, that was basically what Joe was saying they were doing. Is like, I'm paying you and you're getting up my ass trying to know all the deals. Like, because like Spotify title, like all these companies were going to them, giving them offers. Mm-hmm. And Joe's kind of like, it's, I got the IP. It's my show. I'm just paying you. I don't need to tell you. I don't need to give you all this information. Like, you're just getting paid. Almost like they're just employees. And it, they don't have any equity right they don't have in the brand exactly so he's like i don't need to give you that's, anything that's shitty in its own right though that he and they're friends so it's kind of like at a, at a moral level even if that's technically accurate i would view that as fucked up yeah as yeah, a friend even you know i i would want i would give them like at least like even like a percentage point and be like even if at the end of the day you don't want to let them in on the actual negotiations like hey i'm gonna hear the deals I'm going to decide which one we end up going with. Well, let let you know. Well, yeah, I'll have to let you know because like here's in writing that you have 1% of this IP and you have 1% of this IP and then I have 98% of the IP and whatever, you know, we get purchased for, you'll get your 1% of that. You'll get your 1% of that. Yeah. Like he didn't give them any percentages and I don't think they even really fought that hard to have any equity in the show. Like I think they brought it up, but that wasn't something they harped on. Um, but yeah, he was basically like trying to keep it from them and being like, dude, fuck off. Like, I don't need to tell you this and took it as if they were implying he was hiding something. So he kept saying like, they kept saying they wanted to see accounting. You're implying that I'm hiding money from you or stealing money from you. And that's fucked up that you would think I would steal from you. So like, fuck you. So like that be, kind of became that. But it's like a, it's like a chicken in the egg situation. I agree. It's like, I, I, you're giving me a reason to think that because you're hiding what's going on. Like, I think you're not like you, if I ask you just to like, I'm going to ask you to make the decision, but you just won't even tell me what's going on. That makes me think you're hiding something. Like, even if I don't need to know it, the fact, and he apparently would get, so Rory and Maul put out a hour long, they put it out, which they probably made so much money. They put out a video that was like an hour long and they put it out on Vimeo for $2 to watch it. So he probably made like legit millions of dollars, which is fucking sick for this video. So I uh, give them millions? props for that. Yeah, for sure. How many that, that listeners? Gets is it? Millions for sure. Yeah. It's that big. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it was a big deal. So I'm sure like even people who are casual, like would listen to it. But so 
they put that out and they were basically like 500,000 people would have to buy it for a million. You think easily? Yeah, easily. That's crazy. Easily. Um, so I, th- so then they, I just had to do that math. I just did <laughs> yeah. 1 million divided you by literally two. Did in his calculator <laughs> in his phone. Um, you take out the T89 and you're like, like the, the one we use in college. Uh, so they put out their response video and their argument was the reason they wanted to see accounting was Joe, like I said, presented almost like they were on salary, but really they said they got percentage of the profits. So they were saying like what we, the money we make is based off of how much profit the show is, the podcast is making. So obviously we need to know how much the podcast is making. It's not like it doesn't matter what it's making. I'm always making 50 K as long as I make 50 K then I'm going to worry about it. Their contract is based, is based on. Right. Yeah. So they're saying like, you're making shit up. Like you're saying I can't see it, but that's very relevant to how much I'm making. Mm -hmm. So like I should be privy to information. It's in the contract. So that was like their big beef. And they were like, now who's lying about who, who's capping, who's not. It's all the whole back and forth. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like I know a lot of the barstool personalities when they sign, they get certain they get their regular salary, but then they get certain percentages of merch that they sell and they get certain percentages of ad rev that's driven through their shows. So it's like at the end of the day, they but barstool, let's say one of. Like you think Barstool's providing in those situations, like for Caller Daddy, for example. What do you mean? Barstool's giving it's like Caller Daddy, like I know because of all the shit that went down this past summer with that, I know that her the way her deal is structured, she gets a percentage of merch right. that she sell caller daddy yeah. merch, and she gets a percentage of so she, I guess she just must see those numbers. I'm sure she sees how much the actual show makes and gets a percentage of it. I feel like that has to be normal business if that's what your pay is based on. Yeah, and I guess it's also, it's in your favor as Barstool to show her that to kind of like incentivize her more. Right. Like, hey, you only, look, like this week when you only talked about merch two times, yes. you made this much less money than right. you could have on this week when you pushed merch every day of the week or in every podcast. Right, like when you did this, it went up significantly. So like, yeah, exactly. It's like, pretty yeah, it's just bad business to not do that. Clearly Joe Budden's hiding something from these people. I mean, is that what everyone's saying? Yeah, it's a lot of people. Well, yeah, I've gone back and forth, but I've been mostly on Rory and Maul's side. And after the response video, I'm mostly on their side. Like another example that Maul used in the response video of why he was why he was kind of oh they also said when they the one time they they showed them the accounting there was a four hundred thousand dollar mistake there's an accounting firm like they said they hired an accounting firm but the accounting firm sent them the accounting and there was it was off by four hundred thousand dollars and he like rory was like i don't even need to show it to my attorney or my like cp like anything i was just like yo this looks fucked up and they're like oh yeah this is fucked up and then they never showed them the corrected accounting then, then like he would get mad and every time and Joe Budden would be like, just audit me then. Like he would get mad aggro about it and not show them anything. So I'd be like, yeah, like you're high, like you're high. And Maul also said like using uh, percentages of shit, they would do live shows. And he said, he was like, fam, I know you're lying when you, we did one show with 1500 people. We did another live show with 2000 with 2, people and I got the same pay. Like, that's not right. Like, yeah. you think I'm an idiot? Like, I know that's wrong. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they were friends with him before this podcast. And they were all started. like close friends. Yeah, exactly. Who started Joe Rogan experience with him? Is it the same guy that's like in the studio with him? Jamie. That he just like, I don't know if Jamie did it from the beginning. I don't know. He definitely knew from the beginning. He definitely came on like after like, cause Joe used to just do it. Uh, 
Joe Rogan used to just do it like over like, like a computer. Like, yeah, like some like those like are, almost like Zoom those early episodes was. where he's just sitting in front of a key, key, key yeah, board. like on a webcam yeah. and shit. Um, but oh, sorry. So one other thing that I think is an interesting question to pose. Um, so another part of it is Rory also. He has beef with DJ Academics, who's kind of like the TMZ of hip hop. And DJ Academics used to have a show with Joe Budden. That was like the first show he did. It was on Complex that like kind of got him popular, not as a rapper, as like a content creator. Um, so they're still cool. They might want to do something together in the future of like a show. But Rory now has beef with DJ Academics. I think DJ Academics outed Rory's like Rory cheating or something and like ruined his relationship or some shit. So Rory's like, yo, fuck that guy. And was mad at Joe for still being friends with him. So, like, what are your thoughts on people who are friends? Like, if you have if you have if you have serious beef with someone, like, let's say you have a personal beef with someone, and it's really bad, and you're like, "Fuck that guy! I don't want to ever see that guy again." Like, I'll kick his ass. Like, so I'm like real mad. And then someone you're boys with is friends with that person. Do you take offense to that? Do you think they should also hate that person or no? So I need to flip that because I hate to be this guy, but I don't really have I don't really get. I was going to say, I, I thought you were going to go that way because you're not an angry person like me. So yeah, I don't really like have beef like that with people. But if friends do, I, like, I've always been the guy that, you know, it's not my, it's not my beef. Yeah. Not my, I'm interested to know what you think about this because I feel like we'll probably be opposite, but I'm always kind of like, you know, they, they didn't do that to me. Like. If it came, if it came down to it and, you know, they like, let's say my friend hates this person so much. He's like, I won't go to that bar. I want to go to a different bar because I don't want to see that person. Yeah. I'll leave the bar and I'll go to whatever bar you want to go to. Cause I, I, you know what I mean? I don't care about that, but I'm not going to not be in the same room as that person or actively dislike you're not there because of you, that sort of thing. For me, it depends on what the beef is over. Like if it's a mutual, just like some disagreement or something happened, you're both just like, fuck you, fuck you. And it's just like that. I don't think the person like your friend has to also have beef with them because it's kind of a mutual thing. But I've had situations personally where I feel like somebody. And I'm probably biased in the situation, but I would say like, I think it was very one sided, like that person wronged me pretty like bad and it was like they really fucked me over really mean to me like out of like unsolicited like nothing for it no reason for it and then i do sometimes take offense where it's like i feel like you should have my back and kind of not even not saying even you if you have to have beef with the person but you should not be buddy buddy and kind of let it be known like that's just not cool like you shouldn't do that like i think there's a certain level where it's i don't want to make people so pick sides them, but you would want the person to like confront them, not conf- not confront them. Like you got to get in a fight with them, but I don't think you don't should just be, sit there and have don't a just be their boy. Like you shouldn't be their boy. Like you shouldn't like. I think that should be the thing. Like I don't think you should be buddy buddy. Like you fucking love that guy when you're saying like I'm one of your best friends and that person was like a huge asshole to me or really fucked me over to something like that. That's kind of what I think because I, I think that means like you don't give a shit because. I would do that for someone else. Like if I feel like someone was like, like if someone did that to you, I would be like, fuck that person. Yeah. I yeah. I, um, I wouldn't felt like I wouldn't like, I, I think that's part of it. I'm I put th- that on other people and not everyone has. I'm trying to think look. back to what I've actually done in these situations. Yeah. I think I had been at least that guy where like, I will at least 
be like, yeah, I mean, like, I don't like you anymore. Like, cause, cause part, part I mean, like, of it you're, is- you're a, you're just like a shitty person if you did that. So, I mean, I'm not friends with you. Right. Like I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get in a fight with you right, right now or cause a scene, but like, I'm also not going to stand here and just have a conversation with you and act like you're not a total piece of shit. That's kind of how I think it kind of stems from for me is the fact that like, if I think somebody did something to me, that was fucked up and wrong. If my close friends are still being nice to you, that person almost interprets it like they think because they don't think they did something wrong. And now you feel like you you feel justified almost because but, no one else is giving you shit for it. It seems like it's just me and I'm wrong for having that issue. But that's that that part. That's a little petty on your part. Is it, though? Because because my Cause friend you just want you just want that person to know that. I think like, you you stand up, not no, but it's you got you should stand up for your friends. Like if, if someone does something to me and my friend acknowledges like, yeah, that was fucked up. And then you go like suck the guy's dick when we hang out. It's kind of like, so you don't really give a fuck then if someone fucks me over. We're not sucking his dick, but let's say like we'll play beer pong against him. Nah, like I don't think you should do that. <laughs> like I'm serious. Like I, like I don't think you should do that. I should be like, it's not like you can't be in the same room with them. It's like you have to fight them. It's not like you have to confront them or. What if he comes over to, we're, we're like really kind of going back to college here. <laughs> yeah. But let's say he is with a group of people and I invited a couple of them over and he comes over with them. Should I like tell him he has to leave my apartment? You would want me to do that, wouldn't you? If you're not in a perfect world, I'd say yes. But if you're not going to do that, you, I think you at least have to make it clear. Like, just so you know, I'm not happy that you're here. I'm not going to kick you out. But like, I think what you did was like, I think it just has to be known. I think that it was fucked up. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like if someone, if you do that at a minimum, I'm not going to be mad. But if you like, yeah, man, come over. Then you're like playing beer pong and like arm around. I'm like, ha ha. Like laughing. What the (laughs) fuck, bro? Like, yeah, that'd be a dick. Dude, one one time, uh, I won't say who it was, but one time I had, I had, uh, me and a girlfriend and an ex now ex broke up. And soon after that, we were going to be at the same, like a party, like a house party. And it was like early college. And I told my friend, like my friend knew we went together and I was like, listen, she's going to be here. Like I, I said it to his face, like, don't fucking talk to her. Like, fuck her, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, bro. I got like, don't worry about it. All good. Second, this per- the girl gets there. He hung out with her the whole night <laughs> and ignored me. So now I was like upset that we just broke up and mad and I'm by myself while my best friend is like fucking chilling with her. It's like me being an asshole. Yeah, that's fucked. Right? That's fucked. That sucks, yeah. But also a girlfriend's probably easier than like your personal friend. Which is like your friend's ex-girlfriend. Like, all right, fuck you. Like, you weren't friends I was with gonna them. Say, you were friends with them through that. So yeah, it's even worse. Friend, friend's ex-girlfriend, like, go fuck. I mean, unless yeah. she's cute. <laughs> that's Maybe that's true. Maybe he was just trying to put the moves. Maybe I'm just like a bad friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Maybe he was just trying to put the moves on her. Um. All right, so whose side are we on for Joe Budden before we... Joe Budden. Are you on Joe Budden's side or Rory Mall's side? Also, actually. It depends. What's my percentage of this podcast? I was going to, that's actually what I was going to say. Should we be doing something to avoid this? Like, what if this is us? What if we, like, how, how, what should we do to make sure that we don't beef with each other? Well, what were you thinking? Like 60, 40? Or were you thinking less for me? It's a, well. You supplied a lot of the equipment. I supplied a lot of the equipment. I'm currently doing the editing. But I think, like, we're, I think. As it grows, it'll be get closer to 50-50. Like, I think we'll move it to closer to that. I also I, think I pose it to you that way. Like I, I approached you to do this with like, I'm going to handle that. So I can't put too much of that on you. You know, that's like I I'm fine with that. I'm fine with 55-45. That way you can make all the decisions. Okay. 
we'll have to once, once we, we start we, getting we'll call our lawyers once we start getting our huge offers can, thrown at can us can you imagine the next like next week we just the same thing like we have beef and i'm like fuck casey he's not here casey you're in breach of your contract you're <laughs> fucking fired dude casey fuck you. you are in breach of your contract <laughs> i can't that was better <laughs> that was better <laughs> yeah so hopefully this doesn't happen to us we should like figure out the uh, we should negotiate we should make a video of that us negotiating our our uh for money we're not making at all. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring uh I'll bring my people. You bring your yeah. people. Yeah, we'll, we'll just bring lawyers and negotiate over nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I think the moral of the story is that you don't start things with friends, and we're not I, friends, so that works out for us. <laughs> I think I think you should do things with friends. I think it's just transparent. I think you. Sh- I think. Where the whole situation goes wrong is I don't think Joe and I don't think they were asking for that to know everything or 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 make decisions. I mean, I think it's just if you're friends with people, it's good to at least be transparent, even if you're the one only making decisions. I think that makes everyone feel more comfortable. The second you make people feel like you're hi- like if you start feeling like I'm hiding shit from you, I think you'll start. Which is like fair. Like, and I think I'd feel the same way. Like if you feel like the other person like, oh, why are they getting mad if I ask about that? Or why does it seem like they're not telling me? like the full truth. I think that's just where shit starts to break down. Yeah. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. So I think that's the, that's the moral of the story. So we're team Rory and Mal. It sounds like I'm team Rory and Mal and I'm very invested in the show. So, um, so Benifer is back JLo and Ben Affleck JLo and JLo. We were talked about in a previous episode, her and a rod are getting divorced and she's now started dating Ben Affleck. Who's her former boo. And, Casey reminded me before we started recording, going back to a previous episode, and I said, what's the best way to get back at an ex is to like for a guy be to fuck the boyfriend. So if A-Rod's going to get back at J-Lo, A-Rod has he's got to fuck Ben Affleck. He has to fuck Ben Affleck now. A-Rod, your only move now is to fuck Ben Affleck. That's it. He has no other play. Although I do think Ben Affleck would fuck A-Rod. That's how that one would work. Probably. I think A-Rod's more of a bottom. Yeah. Which, he, that still counts though you just have still to counts. have sex that you don't have to do the count? fucking i don't know if that counts then i feel like the point of it is to dominate the other guy so i feel like you have to fuck him if you get fucked by no that's definitely worse wait if you get fucked you by get, the yeah. by the new boyfriend that's so much worse <laughs> shit a rod's fucked then there's no way there's no way a rod can dom affleck i think he can he used to do steroids yeah, but A-Rod just seems like such... Like, we talk about dorks on this show a lot. Yeah, he's a dork. He's, yeah, he's a fucking He's got dork. total dork vibes. Ben Affleck has really cool vibes, and A-Rod does not. I also think this was all a, a PR stunt. I don't think uh, J- J-Lo wants to be with Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is so far past his prime. Yeah, he looks like just a mess all the fucking time. Seriously. All the time. Unless she's maybe like, I can whip him back into shape. Yeah, I feel like I don't know if it I think I could see her being like she's just doing this to just get in the headlines, fuck with A-Rod, be like I, I think I could see it being pretty premeditated from her standpoint and not being a total just like, oh, we just happened to start getting back together kind of thing. Yeah. I mean if you don't want to get caught with the person, you don't get caught with the person. So yeah. she clearly wanted to be seen with him. Maybe she wants A-Rod to fuck him. Maybe she knows that his only move now is to fuck Ben Affleck. I mean, she'd be the dom of all three in that yeah, situation. Yeah, she would, she would peg both of them for sure. Maybe she she's testing to. A-Rod. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can fuck Ben. You can fuck me. You can have me back. Yep. Damn. 
I think that's the moral of that story right there. Fuck Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you prefer if you were J-Lo, A-Rod or Affleck? Oh, I would honestly say A-Rod. Really? Believe it or not. Ben Affleck just seems like he is just a mess. I guess girls like that sometimes. You like to like, like fix the bad boy or something, make the bad boy good or some shit like that. But he just seems like, I don't know. Just get your shit together, bro. Like, I, I mean, he's rich, so I, he has to have shit together to some degree, but. But I feel I like know. Affleck would be more um, appreciative. Because he, he knows he's a fucking mess. <laughs> he'd be like, I needed this. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. You really Thank helped you. me out. You're doing me a solid thanks. He'd be like your little like pet. You just well, pull around behind you on a. Yeah. On I just think Aero seems like more of a family man. She has kids. I feel like if you want a nice family man, he's, he's still actively making money and working and. A-Rod's definitely got more of an emotional side as yes, well. Yes, I think A-Rod is like a tender, loving man. I can't believe J-Lo would get back with that. Like, that's why it's got to be a PR thing. Like, yeah. fresh off his uh, getting caught sliding into, like, random yeah. girl's DM story. Maybe that That's worked. when J-Lo's going to get... J-Lo looks a little desperate in this situation. That's true. You're right. Actually, she does look desperate. She also seems like she'd probably be really difficult to deal with. Like she, oh, J-Lo? Yeah, like yeah, dating her is probably difficult. brutal, dude. <laughs> like, you know who else is like that famously is Mariah Carey, I think is a huge pain in the ass. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. Like she's I've a huge heard, diva. J-Lo's definitely a huge diva. I've heard nothing about, or I've read nothing about horror stories. Heard nothing as if we just <laughs> yes. hang out. Yeah, yeah, I've talked to a lot of people about Mariah and <laughs> not the greatest. Word on the street. <laughs> I've got uh, inside source. Um, And our latest story of what broke the internet. The picture of Seth Rogen without a beard. Have you seen this? Yes. I don't have too much to say on it other than he looks very different. And beards make people look really sick. And we both have beards. So. You know who, you know, I thought he looked like, we'll have to post this picture on our Instagram. He looked like Bruce Willis if Bruce Willis was a Brooklyn hipster. You know what's weird? I can kind of see that. That sounds crazy when you say it, but like, I mean, I'm not looking at it right now, but I, I could picture it because I, I looked at the picture. I think you're right. I was staring at it for yeah. so long. Like, like he got a little out of shape. I was like, who did I think this was? And I was like, oh my God, it's kind of, like, he kind of looks like Bruce Willis. Like he has a similar face to Bruce Willis. I think what's crazier than his. He's like Bruce Willis and Mel Gibson. If they had a baby. Now you're losing me. I don't know. Now, now it's like, I have to really look, I have to study it to see okay. that. I can't, I can't just join you on that one. But yeah, if like if Bruce Willis got pretty out of shape and yeah, but you know what I think though is more shocking than the no beard is his outfit. His outfit was ridiculous. I love that outfit. You, lo you would love that outfit. <laughs> yeah, that outfit was that. fly as fuck. I should have known that before. But I said also, anything. did you know he's like dressing up as a? He was trying to look like a weirdo for the new movie he's in. Oh, okay. Then never mind. Take that back. He's, he's in. He's yes. in an outfit. He's working. Um, he's playing the guy who got. It's a movie about Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's sex tape. Yeah. And he's playing the guy who got the sex tape and Who's released it dork. to make a bunch of money. That makes sense. That guy has to be a dork who gets that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. That guy seems like the kind of guy that like carries an inhaler around with him. Yes. Dude, I saw this is mean, but I saw a guy walking around Hoboken this weekend, like dude, dressed like such a dork. It was look like it was out of a movie. Like it looked like he was trying to do what Seth Rogen was doing. I, I felt bad. I was like, damn, like that's crazy. I can't, he had like pocket protector, the goofy looking cargo shorts, shirt tucked in the nerdy, like couldn't like he was trying so hard to look as dorky as possible and i don't know why it really took me aback you think it but levels of that's confidence is what that is yeah he must just not give a fuck you know it's like i know i'm a dork and i just don't fucking care which i do respect i very much respect like that, that guy like that. will acsat's 
Yeah. You know, crushes inhaler and have to hit a quick, uh, uh, I forget what those things are called. The, did you ever have friends that had asthma when you were younger and they would have to use the nebulizer? Whoa. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. He'd have to do those things, but then he'd also fuck your girl. You think he'd fuck my girl? That'd be crazy. Yeah. I think he could if he wanted to. Probably. He did. was pretty confident. He, he actually, if now that I think about it too, he had very good posture. Like he walked like shoulders back, very tall, very confidently. He was walking like he ran shit. Yeah. He is holding his, he was holding books. That's the other thing too. This guy's walking with fucking books around his, like trying so hard to be a dork, but he was very confident. So <laughs> he's holding books. Damn, oh, what a nerd. You almost just knocked his books right out of his hand. It's just like <laughs> fucking nerd. nerd. Pushed him over. <laughs> Threw him into the garbage can like that woman did her dog. Um, I love uh, how stereotypical bullies are like the biggest pieces of shit in movies. Like even bully, actual bullies in high school never knock the bo- books out of right. someone's and hands. Like, Fucking idiot! Like shove them in the locker. Like, maybe <laughs> yeah. they're swirly. Like no, but maybe they were though. Like I never saw that. But you think like I never saw that, and I think I was considered well, you were just cool. You, you weren't I think, cool. I think we were part of the bullies. We went over this. We were friends with the bullies. I was friends with the bullies for sure. Yeah, that's definitely the case. Yeah, and I never saw them knock books out of someone's hands. Yes, yeah, I had firsthand experience. I didn't never witness. They would get my detention friends. for that. I'm pretty yes. sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, Last one. I'm so excited to hear this story because you gave me just the very broadest yeah. uh, Spark Notes version of it. Okay, so we're we're getting a little long, but this is this is worth it. This is an interesting thing. So you've got the editing magic. You could cut something out. Yeah. So. Uh, and my dad sent me a New York Post thing earlier today or yesterday or something, and it says fully furnished two hundred fifty thousand dollar historic townhouse in southern Italy being raffled off for thirty two dollars a ticket. It's in actual Italy. Yes, it's like a very nice. No thanks. It's a huge mansion. No thanks. Well, it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's saying, but you want to do that? It sounds like a burden. What, I got to get insurance now? I probably got to furnish the place. So something my friend Brian and I have, we've he actually brought it to the table. He brought the idea. And we've discussed this so many times. Why can't, and it's illegal, like you can't do this. Why can't we just raffle shit off and just make fucking bank? It's illegal because they say it's like, gam- it's like almost like you're being a casino and you can't do it unless it's for like a, not like a charitable organization, but like a nonprofit kind of thing. Like schools can do it and shit like that. And you have to go through some regulatory process to get approved to do raffles. Like, you know, like you do 50, 50 at a high school game or something. But like, why, like why couldn't I just buy a sick car, right? I go to the dealership, buy a nice brand new car, raffle it off, put it online. I say, you pay $20 for a ticket. You might get a a $80,000 car. And then you get so many people that the amount of people that enter the raffle it makes you like 500K. So then someone gets $80,000 car for 20 bucks and you made the profit. You made $420,000. Didn't you, I mean, didn't you just say because it's illegal? You're saying it's- Yeah, but the only reason it's illegal is because it would work too well because everyone just make fucking bank. Like there's no, like what's wrong about that? Like if you want to, if you just, you're like, oh, I can get a car for 20 bucks and you're like down and put the 20 bucks down. Like, why can't you do that? Why can't, if I could give that to someone, like, I mean, it would get crazy that everyone just raffle off houses and shit like that, <laughs> raffling everything off. But like, it's literally only illegal we because it would work too well. We lived in a world of raffles. Like no one purchased anything yeah, anymore. Raffle everything. They only won things through raffles. You want to buy a box of Honey Nut Cheerios at the grocery store, you have to raffle it off. Like, your, in, your entire life was just like <laughs> how good, like how good your raffles turned out for you. Dude, but I think it would just, it, I think it's literally only legal because it works too well. It has to be it. And it's bullshit. I, well, I mean- you're literally just talking about essentially like gambling. 
Yes, but it's that's like saying, why can't I let a bunch of people buy five dollar raffle tickets? And if they're the ball lands on their the ball sw- swings around yeah, and lands not? on their one, then I'll give them seventy dollars back. What I'm saying is, I'm trying to make it's called mo- roulette. I'm trying to make it's money. In a I want to make money. I think that's a good side hustle and I want to figure out a way, me and Brian have tried to figure out ways that we could have a successful illegal raffling business. I hope the cops aren't listening, but I want to do that. I'm going to figure out a way to raffle off houses and cars like this Italian house. All you do is you do, you make it a 50-50. That's why 50-50s aren't illegal. But it's because it's for a school. It's because it's like... 50% of it goes to the winner. 50% of it goes to the school. That's how 50, 50. Yeah. Works. So then I don't make the, I want to, I want 50 of it to go to me. Yeah. And then you, the other 50 goes to the charity. Yeah. But then what about the person who bought it? They got to get it. They get the car. Oh, okay. You buy a car. So I, you I raffle find the car school. and you give half of the raffle winnings to, Yeah, but that's not how it works. Like it's usually half of it goes to the winner. Also, you know what you do? You just start a nonprofit Okay. And you employ yourself for that nonprofit and you pay yourself a very nice salary because you have a lot of work to do to pull this off. True. That's what I'm going to find a way to do this and I'm going to raffle off the craziest fucking shit and make so much money. I think you just have to keep it like you can't do cars and houses. You got to do like iPhones, laptops. You got to keep it like a few thousand dollar range and you won't get caught. You can probably keep it low key enough. The cops won't find you. You could Ponzi scheme it. I bet somehow that'd be there's a lot of routes we can go and i think it's something we should workshop together <laughs> yeah i okay. think you me i'm gonna call brian into it and we're gonna figure out a way to raffle things off i think i really like the idea of like all of your life being determined solely based on <laughs> raffles like you not having the opportunity to choose which house you buy or which car you buy it's, all you, you can do is buy raffle like, tickets fuck, i haven't won a raffle in a year i haven't <laughs> had food like <laughs> all you get to do is buy raffle tickets for things and choose where you put those raffle tickets and you better choose wisely yeah dude that'd be stressful to say the least. You're like working a job where you make a million dollars a year, but you're driving you a Prius. anything. You're driving a Prius because you have terrible luck. Your money does you no good because yeah, you have just the shittiest luck. That would fucking suck. Uh, okay. That, I think we should wrap it up because we're going long. Okay. Recos. Um, so my reco, I referenced it at the beginning. Great animated movie that's on Netflix. It's actually got great reviews on like Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. It's called Mitchell's versus the Machines. It's fucking awesome. It's on Netflix. Recommended for everyone. Animated movie. It's a good one. Okay. Um, I didn't prepare my recommendation, but I'm going to just throw one out there and I'm going to hit the person up afterwards and just hope that they're down. Um, but first name Dane, he was the first song. His song, uh, Nueva, was the first song I used in episode one. He has a song called Surf Part Two. I believe it says Part Two, is it? But it came out last year. It's a great song. Good summer song. Summer's approaching. It's fire. I love him. He probably has new music coming soon, but this is a good song. People should listen to. I'm gonna First name Dane. This. First name Dane. All is one word. Any numbers? No numbers. <laughs> Let's go, Dane. That's our boy. <laughs> All right. Anything else for the people? Uh, love you guys. Love you guys. Subscribe, rate, review if you made it this far. We're almost at 192. Way more than 92 of you listen. I say it every time. Way more than 92 listen. So we should have more reviews, five stars. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. We love you.
dress season, so the shorties do extra. Look the best out, but it only get better. Oh, she getting a penny? 